Welcome, my sisters, to the Undomesticated Woman podcast. You are in the right place. Happy Self-Care Sunday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever your time zone. Welcome to the Undomesticated Woman podcast. Make sure you're clicking your notification button to get the latest updates and episodes of the Undomesticated Woman podcast. We are streaming on all your favorite audio platforms. So make sure you keep in touch. Also, go to the Undomesticated Woman podcast on Instagram. You can look up the Undomesticated Woman on Instagram and get click on the link there and that'll take you directly to our community page and you can tune in for more info grab some freebies while you're at it but today 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 ladies I am talking more about self-care and the things no one tells you about self-care in other words what do I mean by that we all hear about you know how important self-care is and we kind of gloss over or rather A lot of the media tends to gloss over the realities and consequences of self-care. It's like they're keeping it a secret, right? I mean, the only narrative you hear about, oh, it's so good for, you know, mindfulness and, you know, taking care of your needs and making sure you have that quality time for yourself, that you get enough sleep and exercise and this and that and, you know, whatever. We all know how important that is. I think by this time, we've all on, you know, just about every media platform heard about self-care to varying degrees. We kind of all have a sense, an idea of what self-care is, what it looks like, but no one is telling you the real cost and consequences of self-care. So, Let's not get it twisted. Let's dive in. Okay, so you begin this self-care journey. Say, for instance, you say, okay, you're going to start with the physical aspects of self-care first. So you're out of shape. You feel it in your body and you really want to change that. Every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you're saying, I need to get healthy. I need to do this. Let me get my body back in shape or get it in shape if I haven't been doing that. Let me start eating right and all of that. So you start, you know, this routine, maybe you get a personal trainer or you sign up to a gym or, you know, some kind of um, online program and you start your, you know, your, your exercise, your journey, you know, your exercise wellness journey, you'd start that. But what nobody tells you about is the real important aspect of that that's mental, And that mental component is super, super important because guess what? When you start diving into the internal aspects of self-care, boom, that's when the consequences start to kick in. And nobody's telling you anything about that. You know, the main, you know, the mainline um, conventional, you know, media and, you know, all the gurus out there, they're telling you about the superficial fun stuff, you know, like, oh, you know, you look good and, you know, you feel great, your mood is better and this and that. And they kind of gloss over the actual work that's involved. And the actual consequences of that work. Okay, so what do I mean by consequences? Okay, you start 
doing this thing called self-care and you say, okay, I want to start getting healthy. I'm going to start working out. Well, first of all, right, you got to carve out that time. And then once you carve out that time, you've got to make sure that everybody else around you understands that, hey, um, you know, Kiki, Tonye, uh, you know, Joanne, Lola, or whatever, that once I start my self-care routine, you guys can't, you, you, nobody can get in, 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 the, in between that. You know, nobody can disrupt that. So you're establishing a boundary. One, it's like when you haven't had any boundaries, <laughs> you know, when it comes to other people and things, and when, you know, you're just like, I'm laying right here, the doormat, please wipe your feet on top of me kind of a thing. When you've been letting that go and you've just been giving yourself away indiscriminately to everybody and their needs and whatever demands and all of that on the altar of other people's expectations, when you've just been doing that willy-nilly, the first time you set that, you establish that boundary, that wall, boom, and people kind of like, bow, you know, hit that wall. That's an unpleasant situation. That's an, you know, a relatively uncomfortable um, interaction. And what, you know, these so-called gurus don't tell you and what the narrative doesn't address, you know, that's out there in mainstream doesn't address is the fact that, you know, you're going to have some times where you get into actual confrontation because not only have you on a personal level established, okay, this is my sacred space, this is my sacred time, but you are not broadcasting to everyone at large, everything at large, that you are reclaiming an aspect of yourself that's previously been, quote unquote, abused or taken advantage of, whether intentional or unintentionally. And so, You've got to navigate that space because it's going to be uncomfortable. Let's be real. It's going to be uncomfortable for you and it's going to be uncomfortable to those outside of you. And you only have control over your responses and your own actions, but you have no control of how that is interpreted and received by those on the other side of that boundary. And so you've got to do the internal work necessary to show up your own strengths and to reaffirm your own personhood and you know your own needs in order to not fall back into those same toxic um, patterns. So that's one of the main huge thing that nobody talks about. The other thing is when you start reclaiming yourself on that level within the self-care, context this none of this is happening inside of a bubble or inside of a vacuum and what do I mean by that what I mean by that is when you start self-caring establishing healthy boundaries when you start you know being mindful and reconnecting with yourself and developing yourself in healing because let's be let us be truthful Self-caring is also healing. 
That means those parts of yourself that require attention, nourishment, and all of that, that's a form of healing. When you nourish your body, that's a form of healing. Because what? In order for your body to engage in those reparative actions within the body, you've got to nourish it. You've got to give it the fuel and ingredients that it needs in order to take these various actions. And the same thing applies when you self-care on multiple levels. That means mentally, that means emotionally, that means physically, that means spiritually. So when you begin to operate in all these restorative areas of you, one, you get strengthened. Two, you even become more aware of things that you let slide things that you know were damaging to you. And so as you begin to cut those kind of toxic um, connections and behaviors and patterns of behaviors and conditioning, yes, we women, you know, I come back to that all the time because patterns come from conditioning as well. We as women largely across the globe, and I've said it before, and I even mentioned it at um, Freedom at the Crossroads podcast today, where I, you know, I delved into that a little bit, you know, in terms of talking about how living in patriarchal societies and, you know, in, in societies, you know, all over the world are to different degrees um, in a, in unequal in certain areas. And a lot of, in the main area of inequality has to do with power dynamics and how it's distributed between different members of the population's class. When you have to deal with class and stratification and things of that, the haves and the have nots, you're going to get into the complexities of power dynamics. And you have to navigate that individually and community wise. And, you know, at the larger societal levels. And we see this a lot. We see this being replicated in media and things like that, pop culture, all, you know, the whole gamut. And so I think too, this is one of the things that we deal with subconsciously, you know, when we're trying to navigate the self-care space. And so when you begin to really niche down on your self-care, your own personal health and wellness, you become more mindful of these things that are in operation around you within your environment. And largely this is not addressed out there. You know, we see the pictures and feeds of, you know, people meditating, oh, eating healthy and working out and all of that. You know, to me, that's like icing, you know, icing sugar, sprinkling of, you know, cutesy stuff on, you know, on a cupcake or a donut or whatever, whatever is your, you know, snack of choice. That's not addressing the real issue. The real issue is this shit is radical. Because whenever you start confronting status quo and breaking conditions and cycles and things that have been typically uh, allowed, when you start disrupting that stuff, there are always going to be repercussions. There are going to be consequences of that. And a lot of those consequences involve... Um, those elements around you that have not, that have benefited from your disempowerment and you not 
claiming and owning who you are, your personhood, your space, all those things that are sacred to you, when you've been given away, given all that away, laying on an altar of other people's expectations and validations, when you get off that get off that altar and actually start making tracks to get off of that, ooh, there's going to be some repercussions and there's no way around that. You know, so I can quite honestly understand why some people would rather go with the flow, the status quo, than confront those things because they haven't built up that internal strength that's needed to start breaking that conditioning so that they can move to the next level of their own development and really, really take hold of their own power and really fulfill them li their lives and be what they were really called to be on this plane of existence. And I get it. It is not, you know, an easy choice to make. That's why quite a few people don't make that choice. But if you want to be undomesticated, if you want to break that conditioning, if you want to live your highest self and be truly fulfilled as a woman, as a human being, whole, not content or, you know, living the status quo or saying, you know, or, or soothing yourself with things like, oh, that's just the way things have always been. You know, that's what it is. You know, that's what it means to be a woman and, you know, in society and living in society. You know, women for generations have lived like this and all that other kind of bull crap that does not really address the real issue. If you don't want that, if you're ready to, you know, throw that out the window and really up-level your life and really live the life you were called to live and really be who you are supposed to be, created to be, called to be by the universe and your creator, then you've got to throw away all of that crap and get radical. And it's always, you know, the funny thing is things are always quote unquote radical when they disrupt the status quo. We see this with COVID-19. A lot of um, people just listen to a lot of um, people online. I've been really reading a lot of, you know, listening to a lot of uh, forums on Reddit and other uh, platforms where people are talking about the confrontations, you know, they've had with employers and uh, management over, you know, their job, you know, and, you know, expectations and remuneration, you know, pay and things like that. And people are like, oh, I'm waking up to the fact that these people have been screwing me over for the longest because what? They led me to believe that I didn't have options. And having options is radical because that's, a, that's also you breaking conditioning. Because a lot of us have been conditioned as employees and as in the people in the workforce that, you know, certain things your employer will give you and certain things they will not give you. Rather than you recognizing that, hey, it's not them choosing me to work here. I'm choosing to work here too. So there's room for negotiation and I have choices. I have options. And we have all been conditioned to that by, you know, the powers that be and those that benefit from unequal power dynamics 
this is how things play out. And so the where the radical aspect of self-care comes in that people don't want you to know about is that once you address that those issues within self-care, these things do not operate. This whole self-care and reclaiming your health and wellness and your who you are and getting off the altar of OPE, other people's expectations, is not just applicable to the self-care realm. It is also applicable to all areas of your life and interactions. And that's why you're not told about it. Because when you come to understand that you have power and you are someone, you have worth, you are worth it. It is your right as an individual to be healthy and well and fulfilled, that's the dangerous mindset for some, especially those who have been benefited from an equal, unequal power dynamics, unequal power relationships, i.e. between employee and employer, between um, leadership and so quote unquote uh, subordinates, all of that is a danger. When you start expanding that out, that way of thinking, that mindset, when you start freeing your mind, mm -mm -mm, some powerful stuff starts happening. And so that's where the radicalness of self-care begins to explode. And that's largely why you don't see this being put out in mainstream. I guess you could say self-care probably should come with a warning label. But then again, you know, given what's going on globally with the pandemic, I kind of see why they can't really, you know, give that kind of um, arguments or can I say confusing messaging more than we've already been confused about the different messaging with over COVID and, you know, vaccinations and all of that. I'm not going to go there, but you all get what I'm talking about. Self-care is radical people and it should have a warning label because once you get into it and truly understand and begin applying it to your all areas of your life, that stuff is explosive. And that's where the warning label needs to come in. I'm kind of giggling, but I'm kind of exasperated at the same time. Because as much as we hear talk of self-care, we're not hearing the real issues and what's underlying that whole uh, movement of self-care. Because anyone who's truly studied like the history or even done a little bit of research into the history of self-care, you'll see that it didn't start as a movement of, oh, you know, unicorns and everything is right and beautiful in the world. And I'm just going to go to my happy place. It didn't start like that. It was part of a movement and a, that movement was, you know, addressing issues of um, 
overwork and stress of um, employees and people that worked in um, high-stressed environments, particularly um, healthcare workers, frontline workers, emergency, you know, personnel, medical personnel, things of that nature. It was also connected to the civil rights and women's rights movements back in that day. So all of these things are active and actionary kind of movements that, you know, others would have, you know, at the time, especially considered radical. So, you know, everyone kind of wants to, you know, mainstream kind of wants to sweep that under the carpet that this whole self-care movement, if you will, you know, the real origins of this movement because it's a powerful thing and a powerful shift in the mindset. You know, anybody who knows me knows that I am a sci-fi chick. I love my action movies and I'm a ever-loving fan of the Matrix. And I can't get that, you know, phrase out of my head, take the red pill. Because once you take that red pill called self-care, your eyes will be open to a lot of things and you will start confronting and addressing a lot of things in your own personal environment, you know, internally within you. And as you begin to build up and do that kind of self-care, deep work within yourself, you begin to start being able to look from within and look out into the things in your environment that are not for your higher good, that are impacting you negatively, and you will begin to start confronting those things. And this is what the powers that be don't want you to know. And so when we speak of self-care and the power of it and what people don't want you to know, this is huge. You know, what we see in the media and all these, you know, feeds on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, cutesy pictures, and the news that's really just more like infotainment rather than real education of the populace about, you know, their health and wellness and what's going on socially, politically, economically, and on the health, you know, on the health arena, which is a huge disservice to people everywhere within society at large. But, you know, that's another soapbox I'll get onto at another time. But you hear, you get where I'm going with this. And so, you know, we're going to have the, we're going to talk about this some more. I'm going to bring some ladies on from Clubhouse and have that conversation with them as well. Uh, women who are in other areas of, you know, their lives, you know, they're also business um owners, entrepreneurs, moms, you know, and advocates. And we're going to have this discussion and expand on this some more. So I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope it was titillating for you and that you are ready to do part two of this, you know, what they don't want you to know about self-care. We're going to have a part two of this, ladies. And so definitely, definitely, definitely hit that notification button and stay tuned to the Undomesticated Woman podcast. This is Tonier, your host and the host also of Freedom at the Crossroads Balanced Living podcast, also available on Spotify and all of your favorite audio platforms. So stay tuned next Sunday, same time, same channel. For more of the Undomesticated Woman podcast, don't relent, 
continue to pursue. You are worth it. You are worth it, my sisters. Rise, 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 and step into your power. Till next time, this is Tonye. Later, girls.